Hello! Welcome to another story about the Peters family. The title of this week's story is Penelope is not a princess. As we do in every story, we've included a line from a hymn or a hymn title within the story. If you recognize it, send your answer to whimsywins at gmail.com. If yours is the first correct answer we receive, we will send you a prize. Last week, we didn't have a winner, so we hope to have one this week. Now, it's time for this week's story. Penelope is not a princess. Little Miss Molly walked blithely along the seashore. She wasn't wearing shoes, and the sand was soft and warm beneath her feet. As she walked closer to the waves, she could feel the salty splash as they rippled on the shore. Her long, blonde locks swayed in the wind behind her, and she playfully kicked at the water. The beach is just the best! Penelope had morphed into little Miss Molly, using her high-pitched voice. You're right, little Miss Molly, and I just love your pretty swimsuit, Nora said in her best little Miss Janie voice. Why, thank you, little Miss Janie. I love it, too. I also like your swimsuit. Oh, thanks. It's okay, but, but I prefer a two-piece, little Miss Janie observed. Hey, Penelope. Stopping her little Miss Janie persona, Nora interjected into the imaginative game with a real-life question. Penelope, do you have any two-piece swimsuits for these dolls? Oh, I don't have any two-piece swimsuits. I only have one-piece ones. How come? Nora wanted to know. Two-pieces are pretty. Well, I, I think we're just trying to be, be sure they're to be more modest. Mom and Peter said that we should do our best to keep from showing ourselves off. Penelope answered somewhat mindlessly as she toyed with little Miss Molly's hair. I don't think it's showing yourself off to wear a two-piece. I wear a two-piece, Nora said slightly defensively. Well, for sure, Nora, but... And I don't think you're showing yourself off either. Mama Peters just says that we should do our best to practice modesty. I, I don't know. Penelope felt a bit frazzled, unable to give a good answer to Nora's concerns. Okay, well, anyway... I sort of wish I had a two-piece for little Miss Janie, Penelope queried. She was feeling a little bit bad that Nora was unhappy with the doll clothing. I still want to play with you, Penelope, but, but let's play a different game. Let's play Makeover, Nora proposed. Oh, that sounds fun. I have new little Miss Molly makeup that I'm only allowed to use on her, but I can ask Mama Peters if we can just play with it. Hold on. Penelope left her room and hustled down to the kitchen where Mama Peters was preparing lunch. Mama Peters, can Nora and I play makeover with little Miss Molly makeup? We'll clean up after ourselves. That sounds fine. But yes, do clean up after yourselves. Mama Peters had looked up from the tomato she was slicing. Yes! Penelope exclaimed as she darted back upstairs to her room. After announcing the good news to Nora, she pulled out her pink-striped little Miss Molly makeup kit and handed it to Nora who began rifling through it as she ooed and awed over all that it contained. Okay, I'll do you first, and then you do me. Nora was full of ideas. Penelope sat down on the bed and looked straight ahead at Nora, who was holding bright blue eyeshadow and a shadow brush in her hands. She rubbed the brush with some force onto the packed powder, bringing the soft bristles to her face and blowing gently as she had seen her mom do before. After telling Penelope to close her eyes, she layered a generous swipe of the bright blue under Penelope's eyelids. She followed it up with jet black mascara, bright pink blush, 
and apple-red lipstick. Admiring herself in the mirror, Penelope remarked, It's beautiful! Maybe we can paint our nails, too. And maybe we can also curl our hair. Nora heartily agreed, and for the better part of the next hour, they set about improving their appearances. Nora, you look so beautiful! And you do too, Pen. The girls complimented each other at the end of their makeup session. When Mama Peters called upstairs for lunch, the girls donned the dress-up high heels and walked gingerly downstairs, where Pearson and Todd were already seated at the table, along with Patience and Priscilla, the Peters' childhood twin sisters. Whoa! What'd you girls do to your faces? Y- you look like you painted them! Todd remarked, stunned by the sight of Penelope and Nora. Yeah, what are you wearing there? Pearson asked. Nora responded sharply, We look like beautiful ladies, and you, and you boys aren't being gentlemen. What? How aren't we being gentlemen? Have you looked in the mirror? It really looks like you painted your mugs, Todd said innocently. Well, Todd Hicks, for the record, we happen to be wearing makeup, which is all what beautiful women wear. And when I grow up, I intend to wear even more than this. Nora, still smarting from Todd's initial words, responded sharply. Todd shrugged. Well, suit yourself. It was then that Mama Peters interjected. All right, everyone. Penelope and Nora have been playing in the makeup, and that is something little girls enjoy doing. It's fun to play. Nora, I don't think Todd or Pearson meant anything by their questions. They aren't used to seeing young girls in makeup. They were genuinely just asking, and I don't think they were trying to be ungentlemanly. Mama Peters admonished Nora gently, but firmly. I don't think they tried to embarrass anyone. Oh, okay, Nora said quietly, sitting down in her seat. For sure. Sorry, ladies, didn't mean to embarrass you. Hey, if you want to paint your faces, I think you can do that. I'm just glad boys don't like to paint their faces, except when we're playing cowboys and Indians. We haven't played that in so long, though. Pearson, I love that game. Why don't we play? I love being the big chef. I mean, chief with the war paint. We should do that. Maybe the girls can loan us some of their paint. Todd replied in his usual impetuous way. Nora looked horrified. Little Miss Molly makeup is not war paint. I'll have you know, Todd Hicks. Well, it's actually okay with me, Penelope said sweetly. We have used it before for war paint, and it was hilarious. You should have seen Todd. He was such a good Indian chief, and and Pearson was a cowboy, and I was a pioneer lady, and Patience and Priscilla, they were my babies because we were were pretending to wait for my husband and their daddy to return from exploring the land for a nice settlement. We should play that afterwards. Penelope was excited about the memory of that game. I don't think I want to play that. I I like playing playing games where the girls are princesses and and super pretty. Nora was thoughtful in her response. Oh, really? But it's so fun. I have a washboard and we can fill it with water. And Mama Peters lets me use rags and water and pretend to be doing the laundry the old-fashioned way. Penelope was doing her utmost to convince Nora to play. I I don't know, Penelope. I, I, I want to play where I'm a princess and I just lie around while my servants do stuff for me. Hey, you guys want to be our servants? Nora asked hopefully, looking at the boys. Um, nah, I, I think I'd rather be Chief Big Muscles, Todd said, cackling. <laughs> oh, that's right. We called him Chief Big, Mus- Big Muscles last time because he kept flexing his biceps. Pearson could hardly get the words out as he laughed. Mama Peter sat down at the table, and after quieting everyone down, 
she began praying over the meal. Dear God, thank you for this lunch you've provided. You've given us such an array of foods for our enjoyment. Thank you, too, that Nora and Todd have joined us for lunch and to play today. May we glorify you in everything we do, even in the games we play. We love you, God. In Jesus' name, amen. After prayer, Pearson, Penelope, Todd, and Nora resumed their talk while shoveling down carrots and cucumbers with ranch, grilled cheese sandwiches, and applesauce. Nora, you don't want to play with the boys after lunch? I have an extra calico dress you could wear. It's so fun. Penelope tried again to persuade Nora to play. I don't like pioneer dresses. They're drab. I like pretty flashy things. I could play an Indian princess. Nora had come up with a new plan. Okay, Nora, well, I'll be a pioneer lady with my children. The cadence of Penelope's speech picked up steam quickly. And, and Nora, you can be, you can be the Indian princess. Todd, you be chief big muscles. And, and Pearson, you can be the cowboy. Penelope was only too happy to settle the debate. But before you go off to play, Penelope, you and Nora are on KP. Mama Peters was speaking. I want you ladies to clean the kitchen. Pearson and Todd got lunch on the table and set everything up so you ladies can do the cleanup. All right, Mama Peters. Penelope was submissive in her response. After Pearson and Todd had left the room to go off on their own, Penelope and Nora cleared the dirty dishes and began to wash and clean the counters and table. Mama Peters' face had a thoughtful look, and she began to speak slowly and gently. Ladies, remember, being a woman is not about our looks and being pretty. The Bible says, Do not let your adorning be external, the braiding of hair and the putting on of gold jewelry or the clothing you wear, but let your adorning be the hidden person of the heart with the imperishable beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit which in God's sight is very precious. I want you to understand, and I want this to be clear, there is nothing wrong with looking pretty. But you don't want to just be pretty on the outside. You also want to be pretty on the inside, which is far more important. Do you know what I mean by that? Nora looked at Mama Peters. She looked confused, but inquisitive too. I don't think I understand what you mean. What do you mean, Mama Peters? Nora being beautiful on the inside is what God looks at. The Bible says that man looks on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. And the heart that is beautiful is a heart that is redeemed, a heart that cares about the things of God. But the things of God, I I don't understand. What are those? That's a good question. The things of God are the things of eternal value. Mama Peters explained, God sent his son Jesus Christ to earth to die on a cross for our sins and to rise again on the third day. He lives in heaven for eternity and he came to save us from hell. Repenting of your sins and walking in humility are the things of God. Worshiping God in all that you do, that is honoring him from your heart. Even playing little games with little Miss Molly You can do those and honor him with your heart. So, are you okay? So, is my heart not beautiful? Nora was earnestly asking. Penelope observed that Nora looked somewhat hurt. Well, Nora, no one's heart is beautiful without salvation. Bible says in Romans 3.23, 
all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. It also says that the heart is desperately wicked and evil, even more than we can know. That was how my heart was before salvation. So was mine, Penelope piped up, realizing how hopeful she was that Nora was truly hearing the words. But what is sin, Nora asked. Sin is any thought, word, or deed that breaks God's commandments by omission or commission. Penelope was eager to respond to the question that she had recited many times from the catechism. Yes, Penelope is right, Nora. It's any time that you don't obey the Lord in your thoughts, words, or deeds. The Bible tells us that what we should do is obey. He gives us the Ten Commandments in the Bible, but we cannot obey without His help. And so we come to Him confessing that we can't do it without Him. It reminds me of John fifteen five, where Jesus says, Without me, you can do nothing. It doesn't matter how small it is or how large it is. Without Christ and His strength and the Spirit, on our own, we are incapable of doing anything good. We can't think good thoughts. We can't say good things. Apart from Christ, we're nothing. Nora, has there ever been a time where you wanted to obey, but you just didn't? After Mama Peters' question, Nora looked thoughtful, then answered, I, yes, I can remember the time I was supposed to clean my room. And I really wanted to because Mom was super tired and she was angry with me. And I started to clean up, but then, but then I got distracted because I was picking up my princess puzzle. And then I just started to put that together. And, and so I didn't keep cleaning. And, and I didn't mean to do that, but, but I didn't realize that I got so distracted that when mom came in a long time later, well, the room was still messy and she got so upset with me. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about here, Nora. You wanted to clean your room, but your flesh was weak. Mama Peters went on to explain to Nora all about how she couldn't keep herself from sinning, but it was the Holy Spirit that could do the work. Nora's eyes lit up with understanding, and she joyfully peppered Mama Peters and Penelope with more questions. So are you saying that we shouldn't care so much about what we look on the outside because God cares about our hearts? It was as though a light bulb had gone off in Nora's head, and she finally understood. That's precisely what I'm saying, Nora. And I'll tell you, I would far rather be like a pioneer woman than an Indian princess. It is better to learn how to live in a way that is rugged and learn to be content and to work hard than to always have to be served, Mama Peters remarked. I see your point, Mama Peters. Okay, then. Penelope, let's go get on some calico dresses. We'll be pioneer women. After a rousing game of cowboys and Indians, it was time for Nora and Todd to return home. That evening, while preparing for dinner together, Penelope stood at the counters chatting with Mama Peters. Mama Peters, do you think I'm very girly? Penelope wondered as she peeled a cucumber over a trash can. Girly? How do you mean, Pen? I mean... I mean, well, Nora is so interested in, in being flashy, like she says, and I, I, she says I need to be not so boring, but I, I don't really want to be flashy. Well, darling, the Bible talks about feminine qualities. It tells us that we're to be self-controlled, pure, working at home. In Proverbs 31, it tells us about the qualities of a godly woman, and none of those qualities have anything to do with the outward appearance. 
As I told you and Nora this afternoon, there is nothing wrong with looking pretty. We should take care of ourselves and look our best. But God is concerned with the outward appearance when he tells women in 1 Peter 3 not to adorn themselves in a way that is flashy or to draw attention to ourselves. So do I think you're girly? Not really. But I do think you're feminine. And I think you're growing in that. And as long as you care more about what God thinks about you than anyone else, you will only grow more into being a lovely woman after God's own heart. Well, thanks, Mama Peters. I, I sure hope so, because, because, that's what I, I, because that's what I want. And I really want Nora to come to church. I want her to know Jesus, Mama Peters. So I think I'm going to invite her. Well, that's a good idea, Pen. Let's be praying for Nora that God will help her understand what it is to be a girl, a lady who loves him and turns from her sins. But for now, let's be the hardworking woman in Proverbs 31 and get this dinner on the table. Penelope and Mama Peter set about working diligently, preparing the food for their hungry family as they join in singing with the hymn playing on their device. My faith looks up to thee. Thou Lamb of Calvary, Savior divine, now hear me while I pray. Take all my guilt away. Oh, let me from this day be holy thine. This is Grandmom's Corner. While I was reading this week's story, I was reminded of something that happened to me just last night. I thought of it while I was reading how Mama Peter spoke to Nora about how the Lord wanted her heart and then shared the gospel with her. Last night, the Lord gave me such an opportunity. I had gone to a store that I regularly frequent. The employee who came to my car is a woman with whom I become acquainted over the months. Before she placed the groceries in my car, she stood outside my window and chatted with me. She mentioned that last night was her final night working at the store. When I questioned as to why, she explained that her dad had died and that her mom was in the hospital with some issues. She was leaving to go out of state for a month or so to care for her mom. I asked if I could pray with her right there, and she said that I could. So I prayed with her and asked the Lord for wisdom and for strength in dealing with her mom's health issues. I also asked the Lord to draw their hearts to Jesus if they didn't know him. When I finished praying, she was crying, and I had the opportunity to share Romans 10, 9, and 10 with her. I shared the good news of how to know Jesus from those verses, that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. She seemed to indicate that her mom knew Jesus, but she made no claim for herself. I took her phone number and planned to be in touch with her here and there. I promised that my husband and I would pray for her and that I would tell my kids to pray for her as well. When I drove away, I was almost in tears because I was so thankful that God had opened a door to share the good news of His saving power. If you don't know Jesus, you can. Confess that you're a sinner 
And as Mama Peters explained to Nora, sin is breaking God's law. We've all sinned multiple times. And the Bible says in Romans 3.10, there is none good, no, not one. But there is a remedy for our sins. And that remedy will keep us from going to hell. And that remedy is to believe on Jesus Christ and to confess openly that you believe in Him. Because when you do those things, the Bible says you will be saved. And for those of you listening who do know Jesus, pray that God will help you be bold in your witness for Him. Pray for opportunities to share the gospel. Last night, when I drove into the store parking lot, I had no idea that God would open a door for me to explain the good news. But He did. So praise God. The Lord willing, we'll be back next week with another story about the Peters family. Bye for now.